Alright, what's up? Week one NFL season. The Chiefs and Texans just played last night. That doesn't even matter because me and Alan just sat here for 15 minutes because I couldn't hear Alan, right? Well, it comes to be I have a I have headphones and they have a cord in them. And I accidentally pulled the cord a little bit, so it popped it out, but it didn't come out all the way. So I couldn't hear them. And I obviously can't hear myself. I just I, I like know I'm talking. There's like no, it's not like background back into my headset or anything. So 15 minutes of me basically calling Alan an idiot because he didn't know how to make his mic work and it was actually all my fault. Yeah. Can you believe that? What a shitty boss. Hey man, boss is never wrong though. So really this wasn't my fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, you know what tonight is. It's game seven. And what do we do when it's game seven time? We bet the goddamn under. The under. 204 and a half. the under. 204 and a half might be a low number. I don't care. Strap your pants on, put some money out there, and win a damn bet. It's a great start to the weekend because you got football all weekend you're going to be betting on. Well, here's the thing Celtics, especially. I mean, the number has been floating around. It started out at 217. The number worked its way down to 214. Uh, this was the first six games uh, stood around there. They went through two overtimes yesterday, and they still barely got over 220. So think about that. Think about that. That's and, that's insane. And this is a game seven where they're going to come out the first minute of the game. They're going to be playing hard defense. Defense all day long. All right. Bear with us, people. I'm not going to lie. I'm recovering from quite a night. Everly heard about my story. Uh, it was beers for the boys last night. I had a girl come home. She had to take my shoes off and put me into bed. And, you know, thank God for good friends. Let's put it this way. So I have David Johnson and uh, – Mr. Travis Kelsey and my fantasy team. And obviously they scored the first two touchdowns of the game last night. We're getting a little game recap then. I called Alan. I said, hey, buddy, how you doing? You see the score of the game. He literally said to me, what game? I said, <laughs> I said the, the football game that's on. He goes, there's football on. What's today? He was so drunk. He didn't know what day it was. He didn't know there was football on. My mind was occupied. It was elsewhere. Mind you, this was in the first half of the game. It wasn't even, I think it was the start of the second quarter. And my mind was elsewhere, man. It was a anyway. long week. A long week. I'm just trying to uh, have a good time here. Yeah, okay. Anyway, a little recap of the game. Um, the Chiefs are still really good at football. Andy Reid needs to find something else to wear than a face shield because it fogged the fuck up. Dude, that was funny. That was funny. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. Dude, he was trying to fix that thing all night long. <laughs> My favorite tweet of, of the night, I think it came from Barstool, was you could still fit a triple decker up between the face shield and his face. That was funny. Honestly, like I, I, the shield is really smart because then you don't have to worry about a mask and you don't the the communication between the on the microphone and stuff to the quarterback and uh, up in the box and stuff is is probably a lot clearer. But when it's raining or something like that, it's gonna fog the hell up. So. They just have to get oh, – yeah. they just have to spray it like they do the hockey guys so it doesn't fog yeah. up. I mean, you'd yeah. think they have good technology, but who the hell knows? You know the best part – you know, the, actually the best thing for that, um, when you wear safety glasses too, you take – you don't – you just take a little bit of Dawn dish soap and you put it on, uh, on a rag and you wipe the outside of your lens around mm -hmm. the outside yeah. because the, it, it, it deflects the moisture. Fun facts. Look at that. We're gambling yep. podcasts. We're facts podcasts. We just save people how much. There's probably people out there that are going crazy over that right now. I know. 
I know, you know, after spending some time on this podcast, you might think you're breathing wrong. You know, we might teach you differently. <laughs> you might be honest. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. That'll be for next week's episode though. Absolutely. So, uh, what so else? David Johnson, David Johnson, obviously had a big knife for Ev. Um, yep. He did. Tyreek Hill, you know, I have him on my fantasy team. He, you know, I'm kind of pissed. Uh, what, Kelsey put up 17 for you? Kelsey put up 17. David Johnson put up 19. And I think Hill put up about 15 and a half for you. Yeah, 15 and a half for me, which I'm not going to lie. I need a little more production out of my boy T. Hill, you know, if I'm going to compete. But uh, what's nice is my trade went through, uh, besides uh, all the villagers hating on me because I got great value. Uh Mari Cooper has officially been added to the all-in Allen team. Uh, I know he'll be all-in for us. Um, there's nothing really much I could say about that. Uh, as an owner, executive, and producer here, um, I'm grateful for this opportunity to whip Ev's ass the rest of the week. He doesn't believe it's going to happen. Hey, it's going to happen, pal. You're not going to – you're not going to – I'm going to destroy you. I guarantee oh, I'm going to beat you like a redheaded I, stepchild. Yeah, okay. I'm telling you. You're going to be like, you're going to be shocked. Your, your, right. mouth, your, your chin's going to be on the ground. That's how shocked when, when we're back here Tuesday, I'm gonna, you're going to eat your words. I'm going to replay what you just said. Hey, I'll bring a fork because I doubt I'll be eating anything. Okay. okay. <laughs> anyway, what's funny about that trade is there's two receivers, two second, third-round receivers, Mike Evans and Kenny Galladay, that are doubtful for Sunday now. And Amari Cooper is completely healthy as far as we know. So it's funny. Um, the question then comes, what do those two receivers mean to their teams? The total, the point spread, stuff like that for gambling or for a straight up pick them or what you should do in fantasy. So here would be my advice. And then Alan, you could chime in here too. A number one receiver only matters if they are the only guy on that team. So that might be obvious. Like, I'm, th- I'm trying to think, like, okay, Devontae Adams, he goes down. Well, he's going to matter a lot to their offense, but as we know, Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, they're able to find other productivity elsewhere. You take, out, you take a guy like Mike Evans, will you lose him? Well, they still have Chris Godwin. They still have Rojo. They have, they have Leonard Fournette. They have O.J. Howard. They have Gronk. They have um, Scotty Miller. They have a lot of guys that can still catch the ball there. Mike Evans is, is not is going to hurt, yes, but they're going to be able to find productivity elsewhere, and it's not going to hurt as much. Same thing with Kenny Galladay in, in Detroit because they have Marvin Jones. They have TJ Hawkinson. They have uh, DeAndre Swift. They have uh, on Johnson. They have other weapons, and you got to look at the quarterback too. They're both veteran quarterbacks. Both those guys, Brady and Stafford, will be able to figure out how to work without their number one receiver. Oh, 100%. Um, two guys that – that obviously been around in, in, in the game a really long time. And, obvi- and, and you know, you see a time in a time out. Even though that they're two stud athletes, of course, by any means, like they're probably one of the best in the biz right now for sure. But you always, throughout games, you always see different people stepping up. And, and that's just one of those situations where football is adver- uh, a game of adversity and you got to overcome adversity all the time. Exactly. It does suck if you draft them in fantasy. I mean, second, third round picks there and you can't use them. Hopefully, hopefully you, you, you have some other guys on your bench you could start or maybe you can go out and get a Chris Thompson or, or uh, maybe you got Emmanuel Sanders on your bench, a PPR guy. Just fill them in. Hey, it's week one only. If you lose week one, don't worry. Last year I was 0-2. I came back and won my championship. These weeks don't matter. Don't rush out and try to trade these guys because them being injured now, depending on the injury, I think one's a shoulder, one's a hammy. 
as long as they get fully healthy, then they'll be back in full by the end of the season when you really need them. And um, to the point spread and, and total, I think maybe point spread, I don't think it matters at all. The total, I would maybe, maybe it ticks down a half or a point for both these games. In my opinion, that's all I think. It really matters. I, I I agree with you. To be quite honest with you, I mean, I don't really see much much move, uh, much uh, change in 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 the numbers at all. No. Okay. Um, the last little thing I want to talk about last our last night's game. If you are a Texans fan, I feel bad for you to a degree. If they could find their deep weapon, if that's Brandon Cooks, or if that is um, full or. Uh, who is it? Will Fuller. If it's one of them, they'll be good. But if those guys keep dropping the ball like they did last night, they're going to be in trouble. In my opinion, that offense runs through David Johnson and um, Deshaun Watson. David Johnson does have to stay healthy. Duke Johnson got hurt last night. David Johnson was on the sideline for a little bit. They were looking at his wrist a little worrisome. Um, That team overall, I think is going to be just fine if they figure it out. I think this was just a case last night of, I think what a lot of teams are going to go through, no preseason, no stuff like that. It was the first game where they were trying to figure stuff out. You had a Chiefs team that was basically the same team as last year. They added Edwards Hilaire, and they were just boom, 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 boom. It's like they didn't even miss a step from last year. I think that's going to play over. I think that shows a lot into week one, what's going to, what's going to happen with a, a lot of these teams that either have new coaches, new quarterbacks, playing teams that don't have new coaches, don't have new quarterbacks. Oh, I completely agree with you. I think it's – there's really not much else. You, you can't really say anything else much about that. I mean, Ev, Ev's just hitting up all the points today. Hey, man. Beep, boop, bop, boop. Yeah. Left and right. All right. So, with that, we'll jump into college football for tonight and tomorrow. Hey, hey all you party people out there, you know, I gave you some money in your pocket. Uh, don't, don't be afraid to send me a shout. You know, it's probably the best bet I could have gave you. You know, a little hurricane action, minus 13, 31. 14, baby. It was pay me my money season. Let's go. <laughs> Alan, no? did, Alan did officially start 1-0 in the football season on the podcast. I didn't I didn't give a pick out for any game. I had two on the action, but uh, I didn't officially give a pick out. So Alan is 1-0 currently. I mean, uh, I think I gave him the Chiefs too, honestly. I'd have to go back and listen. I think you did. I'm not sure. I'm 100% either. So with but, that, Mr. College yeah. Boy – Friday, Saturday, big college days here. What are, big, what are we looking? Big college day. So, um, obviously, you know, first first game for Notre Dame. Uh, you know, they don't play. They're, I mean, they're going to play unlike those Big Ten vaginas. Uh, just going to throw that out there. Anyways, you have Notre Dame, Duke. I'm obviously going to tune in. Uh, first game of the season. I'm a big Notre Dame guy. Tradition. Newt Rockney. You know, we're going to run, run, run. You know, I'm uh, – Notre Dame homer. But anyways, uh, this line opened up at minus 19 and a hook and over under 54 and a half. Uh, I'm going to tell you something. Notre Dame is going to wipe up Duke. Cool. I'm telling you, Duke better scramble because Notre Dame is going to be defensively unbelievable. But here's That's- my point. That's good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad Notre Dame's going to be able to beat up on uh, all the shitty ACC teams this year. That's okay, really yeah. Them. I mean, yeah. All right, whatever. Blah, blah. Um, 
least I'm playing football. Anyways, Notre Dame minus well, well, nineteen I'm, and a I'm half. Not the, I'm not the Big Ten buddy. I, j- I like Notre Dame. They should be playing. It's okay. I'm not going to. They should be playing. I mean, did you watch the game last night? They had fourteen thousand people there. They could have fans in these games, and everything's okay. Corona doesn't come to football games. Everyone knows that. Like yeah. they see the football stadium, they go the other way. Like. The Big Ten should be playing. I. Know. What do you what, what do you want me to do? Call what, what's his? Wear whoever, your mask. Wear your mask. The big, yeah. Wear, wear your, your mask. mask. Yes. Wear your mask. Wear your mask. That's all I gotta say. Wearing your mask prevents that you won't get it. I, I had that. I had that argument with somebody the other day. I'm not gonna lie. It was probably like they were like, just wear your mask. I was like, oh, I didn't realize that stopped everything. I'll wear my mask. You know. We we joke about that when we say it. That that's not end all be all. But wearing your mask oh, does yeah. help. No, it does help, and I'm I'm all for wearing a mask. So I'm just saying, like, this person's logic literally was wear your mask, and you're gonna stop coronavirus. Period. Well, and I was sitting there thinking to myself, where were you born? Anyways, we're not even gonna get on that. But Notre Dame, 90, 19 and a half. I'm taking the nineteen and a half. I I like it. Three touchdown win, absolutely for the Notre Dame. And you know what? Well, I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take my- over fifty four and a half. Oh, well, here's my question for you. That's what it opened up at, but it's at currently at Notre Dame minus 21 and a half and the total is 53 and a half. Are you still betting the 20, the 21 and a half, the three touchdowns in the hook? So maybe I don't touch the 21 and a half because we don't like giving up that, that uh, you're going to have to get a fourth touch or a field goal, you know, obviously. And that's, uh, I'm comfortable with a three touchdown lead. Uh, so I'm going to, if you can shop around maybe, or maybe uh, uh, tease it up and down, uh, Maybe try and get it at 20 or, you know what I mean, 21. Um, but I'm still going to st- – I'm going to tell you what. I would stick with the over 53. This is one of those games that are going to be 42-14. Uh, there's going to be points scored. Notre Dame – we all know it. Notre Dame's a, a bend-don't-break defense. They're going to give up some scores for sure. That's how they play ball. Uh, all right, so what I would say here is personally I like – a lot of unders this week, especially in college, not pro as much college, just because I think these kids are going to be a little slower and they really yeah. played it all and stuff. Um, with the to- with the points there, with 21 and a half personally, wait, see if Duke gets the first kickoff. If Duke gets the first kickoff, this will tick down, especially if Duke gets a gets a five-yard rush in the first play. This thing will tick down to 20 or back to 19 and a half. Hell, if Duke gets an opening drive, it might, it might, already go, it might go down to 18 or 17, even if Duke maybe scores early. Yeah. If Notre Dame gets the ball and they go down the field and score and all of a sudden it's up to like four touchdowns, hey, maybe you stay away. Like I personally, I don't like laying big numbers in general. I would never lay 19. That's insane for me. Um, but I would um Yeah, I, I would mean, I would want this. Like under I said, this is 21. this is a this is this is a homer bet for me. Um Yeah, I know, I could tell. It's one of those bets that I'm gonna make. Uh I normally you're not supposed to bet on your own team. Yeah, that's a rule. Um because long term it'll affect your relationship it's it's like it's like dating a girl you know and you you don't like when she's talking to another dude especially when he's better looking than you you know not that you were insecure gentlemen is sometimes you know so like when you see your team you know flirting around with a high number like that you don't like betting on it because you're like yo bro you know you're not going to cover but i have all the faith in the world that notre dame is going to be great this week this week i'm telling you uh fucking winners that's all i gotta say all right we've spent too much too much time on a homer bet here um the next game that now i my uh take on all calls this week is i lean eh, i lean an under i don't lean many sides the only side i kind of like would be the north carolina 
side against Syracuse, but again, you're you're laying like 23. That's a that's a potential watch the game. It starts at noon. It's a potential watch the game. Maybe get a lower live number on North Carolina somewhere along the line for me. Um, but overall, I'm just watching all these games this weekend, um, yeah. seeing how these teams perform, seeing what these players look like. This is I'm taking this as a preseason scrimmage type game for a lot of these guys. See what they come out and and see what see what's what with a lot of these teams. I know I said this last week, but much much more this week too because these guys really have they haven't played much at all. My bet number uh, number two. I like UTSA plus six and a half versus Texas State. I like that number a lot. Why? I just feel like that's a lot, uh, especially two evenly matched teams. I just feel like the, the six and a half is just so too, too wide of a number. I think they're going to cover that easily. Texas State has played one game this year, as we do know, so they yeah. have a little bit of an advantage there. Not too much, obviously. They might. And, you know, I'm, I'm telling you, well, yeah, but I'm, I'm still comfortable with the six and a half. I'm sure if you shop around, you'll be able to find a seven somewhere. I see Sugar House is seven minus 110. So always shop around for your numbers. Uh, see what you can get there. Uh, anywhere else you're looking for this weekend? No. I mean, uh, I just pretty I, I much. Wanna, personally, I want to watch the Oklahoma-Missouri uh, State game. I know the line's 40-something, but I want to watch Spencer Rattle. I want to see what this kid's all about because the talks of it, he could be a Heisman guy. And personally, my boy from North Carolina, Sam Howell, I think – another Heisman guy. So that's one reason why I do want to watch definitely those two games just to see how those two kids play. Cause I think I'm a can... big, I, I'm not going to lie. I like, I like Lincoln Riley too. I might just watch because I like Lincoln Riley. Period. I mean, the line's 44. So yeah. the game will be a blowout obviously, but yeah. um, a lot to look at there. So I think that basically wraps up our weekend for college football. I know normally I'm a huge college guy. I'm normally more college games than pro games. I normally have a breakdown. Oh, absolutely. Of- college is just – it's so enthusiastic, man. You just break out the six-pack, set it on the table with the boys. You, you will get to watch like 20-something games in a day. You know what I mean? You have all your networks on. All the different TVs are going. It's an exciting time, you know. NFL, you know, I'm with you. College is way better atmosphere, I feel. But- the problem this year is there's obviously not as many games because the Big Ten obviously isn't playing. There's a lot of teams not playing. <laughs> it kind of sucks. Um, you call them pussies. I, 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 <laughs> you, you, like, like, I, you act like I could do something about it. I have no I wish you out. could. I you're, wish I you're, could too. You got to call them up. You got to call yeah, them up and yeah, say, get on this. Get them on the horn real quick. But um, like I said, uh, I'm watching a lot this weekend. Uh, maybe jumping a little bit live if I like what I see. Don't go crazy. Don't go crazy no. as always. Yeah. Uh, so next we're going to jump over to the NFL for Sunday uh, the 13th. I will see probably none of these games. I'll probably, I'm will probably i going to tape Red Zone because I have a Cornhole tournament Sunday up in uh, Scranton. So I'm going to be probably watching this on my phone as much as I can. But I'm overall going to record the old this. Mean, and mean beanbag thrower is back, huh? Back in yeah. business. If you want to call me a mean beanbag thrower, you can call me a mean beanbag thrower. Whatever. So there's a story behind that. I'm t- I'm trying to change tunes on the jukebox one night, and Ev's all pissed off. Well, hang on, you he... you missed half the story. We're at a local bar, and there's a, like a side room that's big enough for like four sets of boards. And... Nobody gives a shit about cornhole, bro. They and wanted the... to listen to my music, and the jukebox and... is right on the one end of one. And Alan, Alan, instead of instead of he was drunk, first of all, instead of leaning over the side of it and just tapping his stuff, and he just walks right in front of me. Like, <laughs> I, I, I threw a bag right, and then he walks in front of me, and I'm like, Alan what are you doing? 
Like, yeah. at least let me either throw all four and then put something. Like, he just right in the middle. He just looks at me. He goes, shoot the fuck up. You mean beanbag thrower? Yo, best night of that. Best. That was probably one of the best nights of my life. I had to, I got to change a barrel of beer, and everybody cheered for me. It, it made me feel like a real hero. I remember that. That was funny. Yeah, that was funny. I was a real hero. Not all heroes wear capes. Remember that, kids. All right, jumping over to the NFL. Um, some picks that we went over from last time. Uh, the Browns. I'm still. I still like the Brownies. The line came down to seven and a half. Yeah, you're really stuck on that game. You that you you really like it that much? I love the Browns. I love the Browns this year. I love the Browns in this game. And and yeah. and I talked to Richie, who he used to be on this podcast. He said to me because I teased the Browns up to actually plus fourteen. And so I'm gonna have a teaser of the week here then. And he's like, "Well, dude, you're playing Lamar Jackson. He just scores touchdowns at will. That's what I want to hear." I want yeah. that public bias. Yeah. Please give me the public bias yeah. of, of Lamar, Lamar, Feed Lamar, me. Lamar. Feed me all your bullshit, eh? Because guess what? What have these defensive coordinators been doing all offseason? They've been scheming to stop Lamar Jackson. Maybe it doesn't work. Yeah. Maybe Baltimore comes out here and wins by 30. I just don't think it happens. I think the Browns are going to come out heavy run game. Better, not Control better the team. clock. They're going to try to control the clock. You might force Lamar. I mean – well, that's what you have to, to do with this team. I mean, if you're going to beat the Ravens, I mean, especially, you're going to have to control the clock, number one. And you're going to have to limit every ball that you throw. You damn well have to complete over 85% of your passes. Yeah. They I mean, that's to... in any game, but I'm just saying, in this game especially, clock and pace is important. They have to play a very good game, but I think they can. I think they could be that very good team this year. Absolutely. Uh, so, we went over that one enough. One yeah. pick. I'll start here. We'll go back and forth here a little bit. The one pick I'm going to start with is Green Bay money line against the Vikings. Green Bay is I like that pick. Who Minnesota? I got them at plus one twenty today. Uh, reasoning here: Green Bay is personally the better team. They were the better team last year. Did they do anything this offseason to change anything? Not really. Neither did the Vikings. The Vikings were the same old team. Yeah, they actually lost the Fon Diggs. Their offensive line isn't anything special. I just think this is a game where it's it's that week one matchup. When you look at these yeah. teams, and it's like, why isn't this a pick 'em? Oh, this I'm, be, I'm this, with you. Yeah. This should be a lot closer to a pick 'em. Then I'm getting plus one twenty. I'm on yeah. money line. I, I get plus three uh, points Feed right me there. That. Hey, I'll take that all day, twice on Sunday. Exactly. Where are you going for your first pick of the NFL season? Um. I think my first pick of the NFL season is going to be the minus seven and a half with the Jags, man. I mean, I'm gonna, I mean, minus seven and a half for uh, well, it's the Colts Jags game, but yeah, I'm going Colts all day. I think uh, they actually got themselves a quarterback there. You have a great offensive line, uh, big Quentin Nelson guy, Notre Dameer. But uh, anyways, you oh, they love you to run the ball. about these Notre Dame guys. Congrats, yeah. there's like ten of them in the NFL, buddy. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty spectacular. Yeah, Zach Martin's on fucking Dallas too. Yeah, I mean Notre Dameers are just making uh, making depth charts everywhere. Yeah, no big deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Every anyway. time you say something about Notre Dame, I'm just gonna start bashing you. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna just get bring up the last time they were a national championship game. That's what I'm bring up. That's all right. That's fine. Hey, I'd rather make it to a national championship game. Can't remember the last time Penn State did something like that. They got blown out. Notre Dame sucked. It was it. You stopped watching the game after the first quarter. It didn't matter. All right, so what, you got the Colts? I got the Colts. <laughs> Minus seven and a half. All right, I like the Colts uh, for survivors in a lot of places. So do you. I like uh, a couple teams. Colts probably are my favorite. I, I know earlier in the week it was Philly. I think I've adjusted to the Colts being my favorite. So survivor pick you're going to take. What, what, you didn't actually say last podcast. So what is your survivor pick for this week? 
Indy. Indy. Indy you're take sure. Indy. Yep. You liked in, You liked okay because I remember you said about the Eagles. You're going to save the Eagles for a later time. Yep, I'm. I'm going to take it because now. remember they play like you said. We talked about this too. This is a good idea. Also, Ed brought this up to me. When you have teams like that, uh, especially playing the Washington football team, um, they the Eagles are going to play them twice. You and know, they're going to get them at home too. Exactly. So you could save that for a, a later time. And and it's it, I don't I'm not as big on like quote unquote saving saving, but you can look at it that way because you could also say, Indy, Indy yes is on the road against Jacksonville. Jacksonville's yeah. going to suck this year. So are the Redskins. But um, I think – The Indy, Washington football team, you mean? Yeah. They're, oh, yeah, the Washington football team. Sorry. Jesus. Oh, man. Oh, God, watch myself. <laughs> I think I think Indy is, is yeah. the pick this week. If you're in multiple survivors, then maybe think about putting, uh, putting Philly somewhere, Indy somewhere, and then maybe throwing a Buffalo somewhere if you, if, you were, if you have a couple of them. I would never stack one team yeah. in like four survivors just in case they do lose. Yeah. So next game I want to talk about is uh, Las Vegas against Carolina. I'm going to take Las Vegas. I got them at minus three. How do you feel about that? I love that bet. Vegas, the only downfall that hurts them is they are coming to the East Coast for a one o'clock game. But if you you look at the teams, though, Carolina is young on defense. Very young. They drafted a bunch of defensive guys. They're young at coach. They're young at offensive coordinator. New, new, new quarterback. Um, the only staples there are what Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore. That's yeah. that's about it. This team, I think they could put up some points. That's why I have the over in this game. Actually, over forty-seven and a half. I think Vegas can put, up a lot, can put up a lot of points too. I think this could be turned into a little bit of a shootout. One of those games that Vegas is up like a touchdown, ten points, and we kind of beat Bop back and forth. They they never really give up the lead. They're they're kind of in oh. control. It it ends. Ends one score. I think they can cover the three, and I think we go over the forty-seven here. I like that. I like that take, man. I do. My next, the other game I wanted to talk about was uh, Denver. I got Denver plus two also against the Titans. I am on the other side of you on this one. The Titans go Tennessee. The Titans opened as a one and a half point dog, and they flipped all the way to two or two and a half point favorite. Yep. With with that line move, I think that's big. With uh, Cortland Sutton, uh, a couple question marks there. They said he's okay. He should be good for week one. But a couple question marks there. Von Miller is out. I I drew Locke's first game. Just watching the Are you so – so, like, you just feel right now like this is one of those things where you're just not sold on Denver. We don't know what kind of team Denver is going to be. And especially with the line flip, you're doing a little reading between the lines. So – I don't. Right. I, I I understand where you're coming from. I'm still comfortable with my plus two, and that's what makes you know good chemistry here between me and Ev. We just look at things different sometimes. Yeah, I'm I'm big. I put a lot of emphasis on line moves because, um, and you, hey, not everyone has to. Oh, I they do. tell a huge story. Absolutely, they, they tell a big story because you get you get big money coming in early in the week. Yeah. Smart money, quote quote unquote, smart money, not the money late in the week. You get the money early in the week. The smart money that moves these lines, flips these lines like that. Yep. That's a big thing for me, especially um. It's a strategy I use for uh, for where you're in, you're in the pool, the weekly pick them straight up pool. We'll yep. Always look at line moves because line moves will tell the story, like you said, about a lot of these games. But it's Absolutely. not it's not like it's a foolproof thing. It's just it's uh, something that I really look at. That. Listen to our tips because at the end of the week, you know, when Vegas is paying you your money, you get to sit there on the couch, take a sip of your rum and coke, and you say, yeah, "That's right, pay me my money all day long, son." We'll take tips whenever you guys want them. Like Absolutely. whenever you want to give it to us, just listen. Is you have any other game? I have the only other game that I have here is uh, Dallas minus three. Um, I don't know if you wanted to get uh, break that down at all. Um, oh, another homer pick for you. 
Another homer pick for me. Yes. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad you're going homer pick there because I have Rams money line. I like the continuity oh. with the Rams. Rams at home. Well, uh, Sean McVay action, huh? I, I like McVay. I think this is a this is a plus year for Jared Goff. He had a little over touchdown regression last year. I think yeah, that little... Ryan Goslin lookalike piece of shit. I don't um, think I don't think Gurley hurts them at all. I think this is a this is a Malcolm Brown game, a little Cam Akers game. He's not gonna have a big breakout yet. Dallas, very good team. I think they can win the Super Bowl. We talked about this. Yeah. I think this first game, new coach, Dak a little bit, maybe on the little on the 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 contract side there. Who knows there? Amari, yeah. potential injury. We don't know what's going on there. CeeDee Lamb's first game. I think it's a good game, but I think this is a I got I got the Rams at plus one twenty five. I think it's great value here. And and I'm not saying I won't if if the Rams get up and I can get plus one twenty, plus one thirty on the other side, I won't uh I won't bet this both ways and uh and guarantee myself or bet like half of it and guarantee myself some profit, but we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. Or that's pretty much I, that's I pretty say, much I all I have. Bet money line, not bet money, and not bet Dallas money line. I bet Dallas plus points, maybe plus three, plus or points, plus, yeah, plus seven. Yeah. That's what I meant. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, I mean that's that's pretty much all the picks that I made. Uh, yeah, I I only have one more thing. So um, my teaser of the week, which I teased earlier, it's the Browns plus fourteen. Already went over that game. Don't talk about the Colts minus one and a half. This is a six and a half point teaser, by the way. Uh, the Colts minus one and a half. And then the other game, I'm teasing a total. You're not supposed to tease totals, but I like this one. The Cardinals-San Fran total over 41.5 from 48. Um, um, I got this plus 145 on DraftKings, I believe. Um, when you're teasing these things, you're not supposed to tease totals a lot unless you really think it. the, the total has Comfortable to go. Comfortable with it. Yeah, yeah, the total has to go for, through 43, the number yeah. of 43. So you need to go either north or south of it if you're trying to go under or over um you always want to tease through key numbers three four five six uh seven ten fourteen obviously three and seven are the most key numbers never tease a plus never tease a minus three to a plus three never tease through zero and um never tease what's the other one don't do pointless teasers don't do like like what's a pointless teaser if you're if you're if you already have a team that's like plus 13 and a half and you tease them up to 19 yeah it looks really good but mathematically speaking it's not the best way to you don't get a value in it either the value starts to decrease as you tease yeah but uh that's that's my that's my teaser of the week i'm going to try to have one of those every week um i think that's about it for me in the nfl uh My two teams, if you're taking a straight-up ticket and you want to maybe take a chance somewhere week one, I'm thinking about doing it. Definitely the Browns on upset alert, like bigger upsets. Browns and um, – You heard it here first, folks. And the Dolphins upsetting the Patriots. I think both those – I think one of those hit. Not yeah. saying both of them hit. I think one of those hit, and I think it hurts a lot of survivors later in the week. Hey, get your popcorn ready. It's going to be a show. Yeah. And uh, I already have one bet for week two, uh, Atlanta plus seven against Dallas week two, if you want to bet that before these games even start. Huh. You like that? We're, we're, we're so anti-Dallas right now. You know, for somebody who gets called a closet Dallas Cowboys fan, you know, you really you really hammered the shit out of Dallas. What you're saying, dude? I mean, I'm just betting a number here. I mean, you're giving me seven points with Atlanta. Jeez. Dallas, I, 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 that, that game, I guarantee you that'll close under five. Well, I mean – that's pretty much that we all have to talk about, right? Yeah, I'm good. If you're good, this is we wanted this to be a little quicker because we know the other one was a little longer. 
we want our weekly ones to to start a little ramping up a little bit. Maybe have like probably two a week, maybe like 30, 40 minute ones, just a little boom, bang, bop. Yeah. I right. send us home, just remember, cowboy. Just remember, folks. Tip of the week here. Are you ready for this, F? Sure. This is your tip for the weekend, ladies and gentlemen. There is no strong beer, only weak men and women. <laughs> <laughs>